Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, July 11th, and we have completed week 27 of 2022. As a reminder, be sure to check out all the great deals on businesstravel360.com. We do all the work of tracking deals so that you can benefit from bonus miles, points, and status match benefits that are announced. All you have to do is visit the deals page and sign up. You do not want to miss the ability to take advantage of all these amazing benefits that are announced by airlines and hotels. Now, let's get to the headlines. In its third such incident in four years, Marriott was on the defensive this week in confirming a data breach involving a property near the Baltimore-Washington International Airport. The breach occurred last month and the hotel company claimed that the issue was contained within six hours. It said an investigation was underway for a hacker group that contacted the hotel in an attempt to negotiate the ransom. The group told data breaches that it had tricked a single employee into giving their hackers their credentials through the individual computer. The group was able to pull out 20 gigabytes of data. Marriott downplayed the significance of the breach and said that there is no evidence that the threat actor had access beyond the files that were accessible to this one associate. Even so, the data appeared to include full corporate card information, the CVV numbers for guests and agencies booking the hotels. Marriott said it would need to contact three to 400 people affected by the breach. Phil Washington has been appointed by President Biden to lead the FAA. In the past year, the 64-year-old has been the CEO of Denver International Airport, and for six years prior to that, he was the CEO of the L.A. County Metropolitan Transportation Authority. Washington will be replacing Steve Dixon, who was the previous FAA administrator, who resigned in February 2022, halfway through his term. Dixon was a former Delta Airlines pilot and had been appointed by President Trump in 2019. Washington's appointment marks an interesting shift in the direction to the FAA. The previous FAA director had the background of being an expert on aviation as a lifelong pilot. Meanwhile, the new FAA administrator is more of an expert on the business and airport operations side of the aviation industry. The Biden administration is giving nearly $1 billion to 85 airports to expand and upgrade terminals and other facilities using money approved in last year's huge infrastructure bill. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said that the projects will help meet future demand of travel and make travel safer and more efficient. The grants announced Thursday are the first installment of $5 billion for airport projects that were included in the infrastructure bill that the Congress approved and President Joe Biden signed last November. The largest FAA grants include $60 million to improve terminals and replace the baggage handling system at Denver International Airport, $50 million for Boston and Orlando airports, $50 million for Washington Dulles to build a new concourse, and $20 million for Pittsburgh to build a new terminal next to the old one. The main airports in Detroit and Philadelphia will each get $20 million. The FAA said that 532 airports submitted applications for 658 projects that if all granted would have totaled more than $14 billion. 
The summer of travel chaos continues as British Airways announced this week that it has cancelled another 10,300 flights, mostly short haul routes, in and out of the London airport scheduled for August through October. According to these numbers, the cancellations will affect about 1 million travelers. The cancelled flights, when added to those from previous announcements, amount to close to 30,000 flights and 13% of the airline's total schedule through October. Aside from British Airways, SAS, Ryanair, EasyJet, and airports across Europe have all been dealing with the same issues. New research from digital payments leader Confirmapay has revealed that European companies failed to reclaim $16.5 billion of value added tax or VAT related to business travel in 2021. Across Europe, companies can reclaim VAT on employee travel expenses for business trips, including transport, meals, and accommodation. Yet, during a period where the rate of inflation exceeds 8% in many markets and central banks are embarking on significant tightening of monetary policy, businesses are missing out on vital profitability by failing to reclaim VAT. Based on the analysis of its proprietary data and conversations with partners, Confirmapay estimates that only 40% of businesses currently reclaim VAT in house via travel management partners or by using tools like Confirma Snap Plus. Now, in news relating to changes in travel due to the pandemic. Travel to Thailand is returning to normal. Thailand this month dropped two of its last remaining requirements for travel the Thailand Pass, a web based system to upload documents needed for inbound travel to Thailand, and the $10,000 health insurance requirement. Going forward, all inbound travelers to Thailand will still be required to show proof of complete vaccination or a negative PCR test taken within 72 hours of travel. Unvaccinated travelers without a PCR test will have to pay for and take one on site upon entry. The country dropped its public face mask policy in June, though it is still recommending people to wear them in crowded settings. The government of Canada will continue to let fully vaccinated travelers skip random testing at the nation's airports until at least mid July. The move was initially made on June 11 in order to deal with some of the travel delays and disruptions that have been making headlines. It had been slated to come back on July 1st. Canada said, with the extension, it is allowing airports to focus on streamlining their operations. The expectation is that with random testing for inbound travelers upon return, Canada has been citing that as a way of tracking new variants coming into the country. Travelers will still have to complete the Arrive Can app prior to entering Canada. Travelers from all countries, regardless of whether they're nationals of an EU or non EU country, are no longer required to follow COVID 19 entry requirements when entering Portugal as it has dropped all its restrictions. The news of lifting the entry rules was announced by the official travel portal of Portugal, Visit Portugal. Visit Portugal said that all incoming travelers are no longer required to present a vaccination, recovery, or test certificate upon their arrival. Twenty twenty two will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. Virgin Australia's co-chair proposal gets approval. The ACCC has issued a draft determination to grant authorization for Virgin Australia to enter co chair pricing arrangements with its international airline partners for five years. The rule grants authorization to allow Virgin Australia to engage in proposed conduct with United Airlines, Qatar Airways, and Singapore Airlines. The ACC's deputy chair said that the consumer watchdog's opinion is that Virgin Australia's proposed cooperation with overseas airlines would be a big win for consumers and pose no competition overlap between the parties on any route. 
German train operator Deutsche Bahn has become the first non-airline partner of the Star Alliance. The rail company will become the first intermodal partner of the alliance starting August 1st as part of a move designed to boost sustainable travel options. The new arrangement will see both Deutsche Bahn customers and passengers of Star Alliance member airlines, including Lufthansa, combining international travel with rail in Germany. The alliance said that this initiative will intelligently connect air, rail, and other modes of transportation, and it planned to forge more intermodal partners with other ground transport providers around the world. Scandinavian Airlines, the flagship airline of Denmark, Norway, and Sweden, officially filed for bankruptcy protection in the U.S. on Tuesday in a move to cut its debt. Scandinavian Airlines made the move as a major union that represented its pilots continued striking, adding to the travel chaos that has been plaguing European travel this summer. In a message to its travel partners, Scandinavian Airlines said it has spent the last several months working to strengthen its financial position, and the bankruptcy filing will help do exactly that. What is having an impact is that the pilot strike, according to FlightAware, resulted in 76% of all Scandinavian Airlines flights being cancelled on Wednesday, a day after 74% of the total schedule was scrapped. Travel technology provider TripStax has bolstered the range of its services that it can offer to TMCs by acquiring online booking platform TapTrip. TripStax, which only launched into the market earlier this year when it was spun off as a standalone company by ATPI Group, offers a modular stack of travel technology tools for TMCs. Following the deal, TapTrip will now become an additional module that TripStacks can offer its TMC clients in addition to its existing services of analytics, approve, content, docs, mobile, portal, profile, and track. ATPI remains as an investor in TripStacks, and the TMC clients can continue to use TapTrip as one of TripStacks modules. Ground transportation provider Six is working with mobility platform Journey to offer on-demand taxi rides in major UK cities. Journey software allows Six ride customers to access on-demand taxis in any of the launch cities, including Glasgow, Edinburgh, Liverpool, Manchester, and a number of others. Customers can book those taxi or mini cab rides using the Six app. The vice president of Six Ride said that the journey partnership would be a step change in the availability of on-demand ground transport in the UK. Now in news relating to the return to travel. The DOT has awarded Spirit Airlines the right to operate 16 additional daily departures and landings at the capacity-constrained Newark Airport. The peak time landing rights are among the 36 daily slots that Southwest abandoned when it stopped serving Newark in 2019. The 20 other landing slots have already been reassigned. The Transportation Department asked low-cost airlines and ultra-low-cost airlines to submit applications for the remaining slots pursuant to a court order calling for increased competition at Newark, where United Airlines dominate. Spirit won the slots over JetBlue. Alaska Airlines also applied, but only for four daily slots. A core on October 1st will change its organizational structure, grouping hotel brands under two business divisions, economy mid-scale premium and luxury and lifestyle. The company said it aims to offer a clear and transparent model for each of its business lines. Economy mid-scale and premium will comprise of Ibis, Novotel, Swiss Hotel, Movenpick, and Pullman, covering 4,800 hotels worldwide. The division will incorporate leadership positions in Europe, Latin America, Asia Pacific, and the Middle East, and will be structured in four regional headquarters in Paris, Sao Paulo, Singapore, and Shanghai. 
Accor said that the division will focus its strategy on accelerating development through franchising, the rejuvenation of its brands, and industrialization of its operating model. And now in some technology news. Travel risk specialist Riskline has launched a new platform, Travel Prep, to provide business travelers with an update on security risks and recent developments at their destination. Riskline unveiled Travel Prep at the Business Travel Show in Europe. The platform aims to keep corporate travelers briefed at all times of any potential risks that could interfere with their trip. Travel Prep provides traveler safety information to subscribers by email before their trip with pre-advisory messaging detailing risk alerts sent to travelers two weeks and 48 hours before their departure. The alerts will cover a range of areas such as road accidents, disease outbreaks, natural disasters, conflict, and crime. Agencia has integrated its chat tool into messaging service Slack on both its mobile and desktop platforms. Both traveler and travel manager users of Agencia Chat, an AI-powered virtual assistant launched in 2019, can now activate the service within Slack. Travelers, for example, can change travel dates with the tool, while travel managers can use it to approve and reject bookings or request more information from travelers. The feature can also respond to simple questions by providing relevant help articles while moving complex questions that are moved to Agencia Travel Consultants. Agencia reports that Agencia Chat in 2021 had more than 75,000 users who used it for 125 total chat interactions. Slack, meanwhile, reports used by more than 600,000 businesses worldwide. Global distribution system Sabre has integrated Qatar Airways NDC content, allowing agency customers to shop, book, and service additional fares and offers. Following the pilot phase with agencies in Sweden and Australia, Qatar Airways becomes the third airline to roll out NDC content with Sabre, following in the footsteps of Singapore Airlines and Qantas. Qatar's NDC content is available through Sabre Red 360, its agency point-of-sale tool, as well as its NDC-enabled offer and orders APIs. Sabre was recently recognized as a system provider for both airlines and travel sellers in IATA's new airline retailing maturity index. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.